and welcome back to the Ebb and Flow podcast. Today I have a very special special guest with me, um, Jesse. Thank you for coming back onto the podcast. Hey, how are you? I appreciate <laughs> you having me. Thank you. Uh, today I wanted to talk about a topic that is pretty relevant, I feel as though, for when this episode will be released. I want to talk about love, relationships, and what it looks like to coexist and co-create with another being, whether that be romantically, within friendships, and uh, different dynamics of different relationships. So I wanted to just kind of jump right into it and say what what a relationship means to me. Uh, And I think that that'll consistently change, and it's changed a lot from maybe my perspective a year ago and definitely my perspective like three years ago. So Today, I would say a relationship, and when, I, when I'm speaking on relationships in this aspect, I'm talking about romantic relationships. A romantic relationship to me looks like two people coming together and creating union out of choice, not need, and um, not from a space of like lacking or feeling. So what I mean by that is I feel like in society and quote unquote like normal, normalness, two people would or people in general would I feel as though categorize a a romantic relationship in terms of being like two people completing each other or this person completing this person and I feel as though that's really unhealthy and I I was in that place before of believing that and now I'm in the space of really understanding how a healthy relationship works and by no means do I mean that in a superior way I don't think that I'm creating better relationships than anybody else but I think I've learned a lot through my experience being in a long-term relationship and whatnot. And I think that we're just consistently growing. But now my idea of a romantic relationship has shifted significantly. And like I said, I feel as though it's when two people come together in in union and decide and choose to be with one another. So really what I mean by that is you don't feel as though like you need the person. Like it is amazing and it's nice to have this person in your life and Um, For me, I really focus on the present right now. I feel as though in past relationships, it's really easy to get caught up in like telling one another like, oh, we'll be together forever. Like you hear that all the time, like being together forever. And I feel as though that can be very solidifying and add a lot of pressure to people. So what I've learned is to just really focus on the now and recognize these moments that we have together and understand that there is no possessiveness and I don't own this person. Um, This person has free will to, you know, maybe meet somebody else along the way and feel as though they may be more in resonance with, you know, creating a a romantic relationship with somebody else. Right. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of a long winded version of my uh, take on relationships, you know? Yeah. And it's like, um, I'm pretty new to relationships. But what I've learned is uh, people are obviously just trying to almost hire somebody for a job. You know, I'm going to hire you for this job to fill this spot for me. And then uh, if they don't fill that position correctly, there's so much pressure on them to do these specific things to fulfill this job that when that doesn't happen, then that's why um, there's some problems in the relationship, you know, rather than like you said, having two people, two holes coming together and building each other up to succeed rather than trying to fill an empty spot. Yeah, I feel like that's one way of it, you know, panning out. I also think there's the other side of that that creates this deep sense of attachment 
you know, like, yeah, exactly. You know, this deep sense of attachment. So like you, you know, two people come together, maybe they have these ideas and these belief systems and, um, this, this, these, you know, thoughts and ways of being in terms of like how the other person should be and how you should be right. You know, how yeah. each individual should be. And therefore it deepens the sense of attachment to a specific belief system. And then also, uh, to one another and essentially that's unhealthy, right? Like right. It's, it's not healthy to be attached to another being. Um, it's very limiting. And so I feel as though that can definitely, you know, cultivate a whole other sense of problems in itself. For um, sure. You really lose yourself too when you're so wrapped up in somebody else. And, so. and it's so easy when uh, you find a person and say this person um, fills that spot for you. So you become dependent. But then when that person's gone, you still have that void. So uh, that's why you have to face what you're missing within yourself and not try to fill it with someone else. Because then that person can leave. You're not dependent on anything but yourself, exactly. you know? Yeah, and so that's... that comes into play where you're, I think, in, in like uh, societal terms, like where people, um, they put that pressure on people in terms of like the whole saying of this person completes me. Exactly. Right? And it, like I'm saying, um, or like I was saying, it's like very important to understand that you must love yourself and complete yourself. And you must, I always like to think of it in terms of like, there's two holes and they come together and they create union out of choice and out of love and out of connection and out of, um, you know, free will really. Free will. So out of interest, out of interest rather yeah. than feeling something Foot lack. Yeah. Lack. Yeah. It's a lack mentality for sure. So with that being said, obviously we weren't always in this space. And like you said, for you, you're new to relationships. And so for me, I was in a long-term relationship and, um, you know, that had its own set of um, lessons. And being in this point of view, in this perspective now, I feel like I've adopted all of these new belief systems within like a short amount of time. So really what it takes for people to, I feel like, get to this place is to one, just have open dialogue and get to a place of really learning yourself and understanding yourself, right? Because it really requires you to pull back so many like layers of yourself to uncover why are you why you may be um, depending on another being to fill certain aspects of your being. Right. Um, and then it also requires like a deep sense of awareness and willingness to unlearn those behaviors. Because when you have been practicing those, I mean, you know, ways of being that the behaviors. Ways of surviving. Yeah. When you've been doing that for so long, especially if you were in a long-term relationship, it's really, really complex and it's really I guess, challenging to try to unlearn those yeah. ways, right? And it's a daunting task. It's very scary. But yeah, the first absolutely. thing that needs to be done, you're all, you're 100% right, but the first thing that needs to be done is uh, we have to uh, not attack, but address the ego and mm -hmm. be okay with mm -hmm. um, letting go of it. Yeah. You know, so you can actually do the inner work to solve Which, again, problems. is very scary, right? Because I yeah. think a lot of the times, and this is what I've learned so much, and this is probably a huge aspect of, of my new set of beliefs and my new point of view in terms of romantic relationships but what i learned is like as a collective a lot of people majority of people fear being alone fear Definitely. loneliness rather right so what i've learned though through this whole entire journey and you know um getting out of a long-term relationship and then experiencing like this newness and this like awakening and all of this you know um what i learned is that there is a difference between being alone and loneliness when you're alone, you're just you're with you're 
you're within your your true essence. Like you're with yourself. You know yourself. You're you know, you're operating from a place of abundance. Like you're not lacking anything. When you're lonely, you are lacking a sense of something and you are typically trying to gain an external um, validation or um, to solve internal problems. Absolutely. Exactly. And so that's another thing that I feel as though that's helped me a lot is identifying that you know, I'm not lonely. I just actually really like to be alone sometimes. And that's actually really healthy. Um, so I think that, like I said, or like you said, rather, um, understanding and identifying your ego and what are your patterns, what are your behaviors, um, what are your trauma responses to? Because it's really easy to put a lot of pressure onto your partner. Oh, yeah. To solve Subconsciously your or consciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To solve your problems and all of that stuff. So I think it's really important to understand who you are at the core. And get to know right. yourself. Before. And that's the thing. Like, if you can't, if you're in a relationship now and you're not comfortable being alone, then that's that's a red flag. That's a red flag right there. If you can't be alone without this person for, you know, any amount of time, then you should probably address that. Yeah, and that's the that's the point where I'm saying, um, where I was speaking on, you know, attachments. It's yeah, like, exactly. That's I see that in so many relationships, and I I don't judge, you know. Um, I think everybody has their own way of living and, you know, everybody has their own time frame on. Well, right, but also lessons. because we became, we came from that. We've been there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think it's, it's just really important. Like if you are listening to this and you, and you can identify anything within your own relationship and, or your own way of, um, you know, loving and receiving love and giving love, you should really, um, you know, if any of that resonates with you, you should really like dive deeper into that. Cause I feel like you learn so much about yourself, your core. And that's, that's the ultimate, that's the ultimate key, essentially, to unlocking, I believe, unconditional love is when you know yourself at your core. Yeah. And it requires, again, just vulnerability, openness, willingness to, to try. To try, to fail, to learn, to, yeah, to go through it, to, to grow. Yeah, absolutely. It requires a lot of growth. It's not easy. It's really not easy. Well, it's being, all, yeah, it's change. It's really not easy being in a... <laughs> in a healthy relationship right it's like so easy to be in an unhealthy relationship because it's like there's so, no it's work like, there's, no there, work. there's little there's little to no work and it's comforting you know because yeah. it, there becomes a lot of the times it becomes like a toxic dynamic where you're codependent and you're really attached well because i don't i could stay in my toxic traits and you could stay in yours and we're comfortable there right. and then they just manifest all the time as fighting or uh whatever not communicating or just having a that kind of relationship right you know? and it becomes a normal like a normal yeah and you become a addicted to it. yeah absolutely and then you become addicted to that dynamic exactly. yes exactly it's an emotional addiction essentially um on many levels so yeah you have to be uh willing to put in you know just a little work and um start with look it in yeah, everything start. i feel like everything the answer to everything is looking within thing. you know just look at your ego Look at your ego, look at your wounded responses, your wounded reactions, and I feel like all of the answers lie within there. Another thing I wanted to talk about relationships and friendships, like having friendships while you have a romantic partner. Um, You know, something in my past relationship, which was never demonized for me. I don't know. I was just working through something on my own, apparently. It was never on my partner or anything, but I never had male friends. Like, um, I, I guess I always had, like, this belief system that, like, you know, I guess I adopted that. That you weren't allowed? Yeah, 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 exactly. I feel like I adopted this belief system that 
I don't have male friends and, you know, my partner shouldn't have female friends or like if he does, like I need to know them or like, you know, like the sense of weirdness and like right. it's essentially control. And so. Now, well, that's just what's taught to us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And um, now having a different perspective on that, I think it's very important. And I want to talk about the importance of having different relationships and being oh, like, again, open and trustworthy. Right. Like Because if you don't allow your partner to have a friendship with somebody of the you know opposite opposite sex or even if you're into the same sex and you know and you're highly insecure that that is a that's a red flag and that is something that you should investigate and different types of friendships serve in so many different ways like for sure one person cannot fulfill everything for you right like at some place yeah the odds are you're going to be lacking somewhere absolutely you can't have everything you can't give a person every single thing like you can have you know, nine things out of 10 or whatever the case may be. And there maybe that is that one person I deeply connect with on that one thing that your partner's missing or whatever the case may be. So it's really, and I feel like it's really catalytic when you have, um, or when you, I guess, allow your partner to not allow because everybody has, again, free will, but when when you're open to it. come to terms with it. Yeah, exactly. But that comes back to the ego where I have to say, it's okay that I don't have this thing and you have to find it elsewhere. I understand. It's nothing personal against me. It's just something that I can't offer you but I want you to have it. So, you mean from the other, from the other. Yeah. The other if I'm your partner, if I'm your partner, then um, for this to be a healthy relationship, I understand that you need 10 things. I offer you eight. So you're going to have to go seek two other ways of getting that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I have to really be okay with my ego and, and be like, I don't have those things to offer, but I want her to have them. So I trust her to go out and, have these two friends offer the things that I can. Right. And then the, the line that's drawn in that aspect, or for me at least, the line that is always drawn in my in my head is, you know, if realistically at the end of the day, if my partner then goes, falls in love with somebody else, then we were just not meant to be. And yeah. I know that's such a, I feel like that's such a, like a free way to like look at it, like a really like lenient way, I feel like people would say. But because I think, but isn't as that society, love? you're you're yeah, right. It is right. Yeah. Um. That's what. I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. For me, it feels so natural to perceive it that way. Like, because why wouldn't you want your partner or somebody it, it, that you deeply love? Why wouldn't you want them to truly feel or find that fiery love? You know, maybe you right. can't offer it to them, but again, like you said, it requires you to be open and honest with your ego. And well, because it would be ego trying to hold on, to keep you back from. But in a healthy relationship, it would be, in my opinion, at least, and I'm sure you would agree. Both people completely open. You're free to do whatever you want. And we're just trying to find the best love for both of us. Right now, we offer it to each other. But if you find someone better, then I love you. Go ahead and be better. I still love you. Yeah. And I understand why we can't or why this specific relationship would change. Like maybe our romantic relationship would end, but then that could transfer to we're still great friends. We still have this history. We still love it and appreciate it. Yeah. But I respect at this time that you're. Yeah, uh, you know, doing no, other for things. sure, absolutely, I agree, hundred percent. I think that is, you know, where we find ourselves often. Um, and uh, yeah, I just feel like too, when you have a commonality and you have a, you know, similar belief system in terms of relationships, it just it aligns a lot better. It's so important. Yeah, it's very important. Like, you have to be. It, it just requires an openness, and you both have to be open and willing to. Take the take the chance, take the risk, right? Right. Um, take the risk, and 
and that's that's the whole entire practice to me of non-attachment I feel like that has been one of the most helpful things I've learned and I've learned that through yoga is to not attach myself to many things you know to just again be in the moment live in the now and appreciate what has come to me in this time and you know if that's a partner and we're together right now like I said and like you said then we appreciate what we have in this moment and we cherish it and then also like if something happens and you know something or somebody comes along and one of us want to part ways like we would have a healthy uncoupling exactly you know and I think that's another thing that is not talked about at all right um is like a healthy uncoupling. I I just think it's wild that breakups like they're they're so like intensified. Like it's so bad. And I get it. Sometimes like they are you know, hurtful and harmful and like somebody may have done something that is is not, you know, in alignment and maybe out of the blue or really hurtful. But you know, if somebody really genuinely just doesn't want to be in a relationship and they come to you out of full transparency and vulnerability and the other person can't meet them where they are, like, that's problematic. And I think yeah. in our society, you know, there's always this, like, this, like, I don't know, like, this really dark energy or, like, negative energy around breakups. And for me, I've just totally shifted my perspective on that. Like, it doesn't have to be negative. Like, if, you know, I ever broke up with my partner, like... I would be like, I love you still because, you know, obviously, granted, nothing crazy happened. Like, right, right. you know, and maybe I probably still would have love at the end of the day. But, um, you know, I would, you know, come in and come in with love and, you know, just be transparent. Like, I, I still truly do love you and I appreciate you and give gratitude and give thanks and, you know, just be transparent and come from a place of vulnerability and, you know, full 100% truth. And I would hope, you know, that my partner would meet me there and understand that and hold that space for me. And, um, yeah, and just have a sense of allowance for that to unfold and also continue to have friendships. Like, I talk to my friends or some friends and I'm like, you know, talking about breakups and whatnot. Like, I would love to still be friends. <laughs> like, And I feel yeah. sometimes I feel so naive for thinking that. Like, But I think that's just uh -huh. a deeply conditioned way of I think that's just a deeply conditioned response like to feel like um like you know like it's like oh you think you can be friends with your ex like who do you think you are but I really think that is possible uh, well it should no doubt be the norm right that's without question it should be the norm because Unless, of course like I said things have went chaotic and like somebody's been disrespected and maybe you just need to cut cords and cut ties if it's like totally abusive and toxic right. whatever but yeah but if it's just an uncoupling then there's no reason I mean, ideally, why you can't still love and appreciate that relationship for what it was mm -hmm. and be still close with that person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in society, we are uh, taught subconsciously and consciously something else. Yeah. Where if I break up with you, then, or you break up with me, then I have resentment towards you or I have, uh, I don't know about ill it's will. Like ill will, yeah, yeah, it is. I, I, it is. yeah it's like but it's Ill, like it is like ill will. But it's like my like, ego won't let me exactly it's deal with it's you like anymore because you're you're the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like written off. It's like canceled. Culture, yeah, but, yeah, but 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 it's not it's not an end. Technically, it's the end of a relationship, but it's in it's more just a change of relationship. It's like transforming. It's, it's just transforming. Yeah, <laughs> it was like transformation. Transforming. It's like yes, exactly transformation. 
It's just a transformational stage. Exactly. If you perceive it that way, it'll be so much more, I guess, acceptable and digestible. The transition will be very smooth yeah. if you accept it as as a transition and not as this is done, you're over, you're dead to me. And it's like, that's not to say not to invalidate that there will be some pain you know there will be well, heart, you know there will be heartache and that's there will be those it. emotions yeah but that's part of it and that's a part of life and you will find a way to again get through that and to accept that and to navigate and to you know work through it essentially but right yeah there's got to be a willingness to accept people where they're well, at and accept that what is forever? Like, like I don't know. Like, sometimes for me, yeah. I just think about that term. Like, what is forever? It's, like, when you say, like, do you love me forever? What? Don't fucking ask me that. But the thing is, I can love you forever. But being with yeah. you is a different thing. That's very true. You know yes, I mean? that's very, very true. Um, that's very true. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm t- yes, I'm, I think I'm it's, talking it's more fairy so... tale. Because yeah. how, how many times you're, um, you're very young. How many times have you changed just this far in your mm-hmm. life? How many different types of guys would you have liked this far in your life you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. it's insane to think that i'm not saying it's impossible because it does happen mm-hmm. but the odds are for you to um be attracted to one thing and one thing only from birth to death it's insane it doesn't seem and that's another thing i feel like a good like segue like talking about being attractive to people attracted to people while in a relationship that is a fucking well, natural physically or physically yeah oh yeah like yeah absolutely it is a natural like response like that's a natural just human response to be physically attracted to many people like i know so many people are like oh like my partner can't say that person is like attractive yeah exactly yeah like that's natural like you're suppressing a physical human response like you're that's like that's traumatizing in itself that's not healthy um, but that comes back to ego work. You got to do ego yeah. work, and you know why does that yeah. affect you so much? Why are you so insecure about that? Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I would say that that's yeah such an interesting dynamic for me when I hear people saying that you know they're so dumbfounded that somebody or their partner like finds somebody else attractive or like liked a picture. Yeah, or, like, I liked a picture. Like that, that is so wild to me. Like you like don't a look at her. Don't look at him. It's like, do you know how many people are on this earth? Like you're just lying to yourself and to everybody else. It's ridiculous. But it just comes back to control, like you said. It's yeah. everything. You're trying to control everything, and you can't control it. The more you try to control it, the more you're going to hurt yourself, and the more mm-hmm. and the less control you're going to have. The more you're going to hurt yourself, the more you're going to disturb yourself, the more yeah. you're going to create separation and disconnect. That's why all, all this, exactly, all this comes back to trust. How much do you trust? Yeah. You have to trust in the fact that everything will be okay. Yeah. Just believe that more than anything and your breakups will go easier or your transitions will go easier. Um, True trust and knowing yourself. I think those two yeah. together are you know the formula to healthy relationship along with well, a set yeah. of other things i would imagine but like well what, what are the big ones? Very so basics. face your ego yeah so well i would say facing your ego though is inward I, I would say that all ties together so inward work you can't go in inward without without being met with your ego it's just impossible so inward work trusting those are big, the biggest two non-attachment 
I would say that is huge. But I think that will follow. Yeah, there's very big. Absolutely. Yeah. It follows. But I, that has been really catalytic for me personally, but not being attached. Like I even find myself sometimes where I feel like I'm getting attached to something or somebody or some, you know, situation. I mean, I just like, I realized I was attached to like my old apartment. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I moved here, I'm like, oh my God, I fucking like need to get used to this room. And like, I have a yoga room, but it's downstairs and I have to go down there and like my old room or my old house or my old place, my old apartment. I had it in my room and it was so convenient. It's like, what the hell? Like, you know. But that's a cycle of life. life exactly. It's always changed. So anyways, yeah. Practicing the non-attachment and really creating that sense of awareness has really been helpful and catalytic for me. But yeah, so uh, learning yourself, knowing yourself with inward work, um, non-attachment, trusting. And I mean, I was going to say, if you really want to go into it, then you would say emotional intelligence and like all of these things. Yeah, that, but that will come. That'll, I, mean, yeah. I hope it will come. Oh, for sure. <laughs> The main thing is, can you hold space? Like the yeah. difference between a healthy relationship and a non-healthy, I'm not going to say toxic, but just unhealthy. A, an unhealthy, <laughs> non-healthy, yeah, unhealthy relationship is, can there be space held? For, to even have that conversation. For have, to even have that conversation or talk about uh, everything on your mind. Like yeah. right now, could you just have an open space and talk to this person? Yeah, because at the end of the day, if you can't even openly talk about things like this that are so vulnerable and so, I think, cliche and taboo in today's society, if you can't talk about these things with your partner, what the hell are you doing in then that what's relationship? A relationship? Yeah, what's, what's a relationship? What are you what's, doing in that relationship? It's like, what, it, what it's such a suppression. A that's, just a, that's just like a... It's like you're filling these molds and these yeah, It's a facade for, for society. Okay, we're, we're going to appear to be together. I don't even think, yeah, I think it's just, I think it's more so such a deep level of disconnect because at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're just suppressing, you're suppressing your own emotions, you're suppressing your own humanness, you're making yourself smaller, suppressing you're just your essentially, like I said, just disconnecting, yeah, exactly, disconnecting your, your, becoming so separated from who you truly are and that's a scary place to be and I feel like I've been in that place maybe you've been in that place it's not a fun place to be and I think many relationships tend to go to that place just because of all of the pressures and everything that you see um you know, on TV and movies and right. songs, like songs have so much influence on love. And like, even songs that I love and I listen to, I can listen to them with such consciousness. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is so toxic. Yeah, <laughs> like, It's so toxic. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so much attachment. And it's interesting that that's, that's what you're taught. You know, you're taught I that. I mean, it's interesting. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's scary. It's endless sure. what we're taught in society that's wrong that's blatantly wrong you know what i mean yeah and yeah it's just very interesting so i don't know all of these ideas that we're talking about and discussing today they're very new to me but they feel very right you know like i'm not a pro like i said i don't study relationships or love or anything of that nature i just think that through personal development and you know my own awakening I don't like that word but my own I guess journey back to self I have found this 
I feel like it, and like it's an innate wisdom that you know kind of guides the way towards my relationships and I think that it's pretty powerful like I mean when we met like I feel like it was like I was very transparent or I tried to be very transparent about what I desire and what I you know and that could probably feel very intimidating yeah and (laughs) and that's totally fine and I was I mean for me doing that it was coming from a space too of like fear because I'm like wow am I gonna be rejected but at the end of the day I had to remind myself like if I am rejected then fucking thanks because then we're not supposed to be in this space together um but I feel as though you know if you're having these feelings of trying to change the dynamic of, of the relationships and attracting a partner and you know if you're dating it's just really important to be transparent you know I feel like a lot of the times people are are like don't say this during dating and like don't do this and like don't yeah. do that like don't fucking edit yourself show up in your full essence show up as how you are and if you fear being rejected then that means that you should be doing it even more so because at the end of the day whoever doesn't receive you is just simply not for you and instead of like viewing that as a loss you can view that as you know a gift really right a gift because you're clearing space to create space for somebody that is supposed to be there really yeah so it's wild. I don't know. There's so much, I feel like more to all of this. Like there's, it's complex and I don't think that there's a right way to do any of this, but I do think that it's important to know yourself, to stay true to yourself, to trust and to not be attached to certain situations and people and just really be open. Be open. And also, um, don't be, don't go out, set, set out looking for a relationship mm-hmm. to fill something before you mm-hmm. even did this inner work, mm-hmm. because you're going to have the same story over and over mm-hmm. again. You're still going to be looking for someone to hire to fill a role. That's... Well, I feel like that's a good topic because I feel as though as a collective, we, I see at least a lot of people like in a rush to find somebody. Like there's so much in a rush to right. find a partner. And when you're rushing to find somebody, it's like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like you're rushing well, to find somebody to fill a position or do you really yeah. want them to be the person? Like it doesn't, it doesn't really equate adequately in my mind. It doesn't. Well, cause that's, I say, get on. If you're, if you're set up to, to find someone, then you're going to find the wrong person. Right. If you're set up to find yourself, then that's where the right person comes. Well, I don't necessarily like to think anybody's a wrong person, but I think that it well, just kind the, of slows the, down your process. Well, not the wrong person because everyone teaches you something. Yeah, exactly. But not the most aligned person. Well, yeah, like I said, I think, yeah, exactly. I think it, it's more so putting like a little, another divot in your journey, you know, another, yeah, yeah, another lesson. Yeah, you'd be wasting more time. Well, you're going to learn lessons. Time. Nothing's well, a waste of time. Well, okay, well, for your goal, if you're trying to find someone, yeah. it is wasting your time. If that's your goal, you're going about it this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess I would agree with that for sure. So as hard as it is, you got to start with inner work before you start looking for a relationship. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like on Valentine's Day, everybody loves to post about their love, but really, I think it's important to love yourself nourish and nurture yourself and if you have a partner of course celebrate your love but your love celebration and appreciation for somebody and your partnership should be expressed every single day yeah so anyways that's a whole other topic but yeah it's uh 
it's an interesting one, you know, trying to understand healthy love and healthy relationships. And there's no one answer. I think that it's all about integration of your learnings and, you know, trial and error. And another big thing I find to be very important for um, a healthy relationship that just came to me is, you know, meeting your partner where they are. So like, like I said in the beginning, like in relationships or in a romantic relationship, rather, I think this whole entire episode is mainly focused on romantic relationships, if you know, come to that conclusion at this point. But in my learnings, being in a romantic relationship is, you know, crucial to meet your partner where they're at. So if you're choosing to be with them, right, and you're choosing to to accept them and to to work with them and to grow and evolve with this person in this time, in this, you know, in this place, um, it's really important to learn, learn them and learn their uh, trauma responses, you know. Um, it's, it's important to have an open dialogue across both partners and, um, you know, what you've been through in your past relationships that maybe have you closed off. So that way, you know, you can both find like a common ground in terms of like addressing certain things or like navigating certain aspects of, of each other. Right. right. It's like, it's, it's almost acts like a, a way of assisting each other on, you know, your healing journeys. Right. I think sure. so at least. Right. Definitely. When you're met with understanding and, um, like you said, right. Holding space. I think it goes back to that. So it's important to, to know that, to know your partner, to know what they've been through, to know their traumas. I feel like for me as a person, my trauma response is if somebody's shutting off to me, I really want to shut off to them. Yeah. <laughs> and like, wh- why do you say it like that? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just listening. Oh, okay. Uh, and I really try to challenge myself to bring awareness to that and to understand that if I'm shutting off, then I'm not holding space for them. And we're not going to come to, you know, a space of resolution and deeper understanding and clarity. So really, yeah, again, bringing that sense of self-awareness and just overall conscious awareness, you know, awareness of your partner, awareness of what you guys are co-creating and, you know, how you guys are coexisting and how you're responding and how you're reacting and how you can kind of hold a container for them. Right. Uh, I feel like that has been, it's a challenge, but it's been very beneficial. But, right. But that's, a, that's a, one of the keys to getting to a healthy relationship, you know, mm-hmm. being able to um, understand where the other person is coming from, good or bad, you know, understand why they're doing what they're doing. So then you can assess um, if this is something they can grow from at this moment or they're going to grow from later. And whether you should uh, stay in the situation or move yourself to the situation for now, you know. Um, like, is it something that they're from, that they're willing that to they're willing to change? Adapt? That they, yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that, that's for sure. That they know is there and that they're willing to change, yeah. or something that they deny Absolutely. and aren't willing ready to face. That's a big thing too. Absolutely, it's because like you can't when, force someone to face something they're not gonna they're not ready to face. Absolutely, you can't do that. And if you're not seeing progress, then you're wasting time. Wasting no, time. No, I mean, nothing's a waste of time, but. You're kind of stalling out at that yeah. point. It, well, there's you're, just, nothing, you're just disaligned. It's capped out. It's like there's no more. There's no more 
for <laughs> there's no more there yeah <laughs> you know it's, it's just like two people that are just kind of stringing each other along and it's not going anywhere because really the entire purpose to me of you know really uh, romantic relationships and even all relationships in general actually is being able to evolve and to grow and to uncover new layers of each other i feel like that's that's very exciting and you know even friendships you know that's super important and that's very exciting if everything stayed the same and we didn't challenge each other to grow and we just always stayed in that same state and that same level of you know in, in the sense of that we were when we met then for me it's like what would be what would be the point of that yeah, we're human mean, species we are made to evolve and to grow and to adapt people and, like to be comfortable though yeah absolutely yeah absolutely i mean for me yeah, i think um comfortability is death if you're not changing you're not growing you know i mean if you're not growing you're not changing you're not evolving you're adapting yeah for sure you're alive you're not living that is true i definitely agree uh so yeah that wraps up what a relationship is to me i think we delved a lot into romantic relationships i would say in terms of just like love and friendships i um i mean i feel like key points are again evolving with one another supporting each other you know i'm in this space of i've met so many awesome people or a couple i don't have a lot of friends but I am actually really grateful for that. I feel like there was a time in my life where I was very sad about not having a lot of friends. And I, you know, I've come to the place where I'm very grateful for the very small group of friends that I have. I have met amazing, you know, women online that I, that's something that's very different for me. I never thought that I would give that a chance, you know, but again, being open, um, you know, can really bring forth so many things that you didn't even expect. So my biggest things within friendships and what, what I'm learning, you know, as of recently is, yeah, just holding space for each other, similar to a romantic relationship, right? So evolving, holding space for each other, um, you know, really supporting each other and like lifting each other up. I love hanging out with some of the girls that I've met because, you know, they just inspire me to continue to go. And like, that's so important in friendships. And, you know, of course you can get that in your like romantic relationship, but when you get that from a friend, it's a different energy. I feel as though, right, like and it could a be a different, different way of supporting. Energy. Yeah, different method. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, because I think sometimes naturally you think, "Oh my god, this is my partner." Like, of course he has to say, or she has to say this. You know, like yeah, right. Of course they don't have to, but I think naturally that's what you feel. So when you hear it from a friend, it's like, "Oh wow, that like that hits different." So I would say that friendships are they're so important. They're so impactful. And friendships that, that support you and absolutely not take away. Healthy. We're talking yeah, about healthy not, relationships, not right? Healthy relationships, yes, yeah. to to clarify. Um, yeah, I've learned. I've learned what a healthy relationship, uh, sorry, a healthy friendship looks like, right? And that looks like support and growth, expansion, um, holding space. I've learned to also just listen in friendships. Like, I feel as though naturally we really want to be understood as individuals and it's something that I'm still working on. Cause I still, you know, I still see my, my ego wanting to be understood and like wanting to be the main character and everything. Right. But you know, in friendships, I'm really trying to show up and just listen, you know, and just really be present with what they're saying, what they're feeling and 
that's helped a lot. And I feel as though that creates a deeper connection and it's more, you know, impactful and authentic. Authentic, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then what it's taught me about unhealthy friendships is obviously if what I used to do is I would hang out with somebody, or I still do this sometimes, hang out with somebody and like, you know, reflect how did I feel? How do I feel after they're gone? Like, if you feel defeated and empty, that person is sucking you dry of your energy and or that dynamic is sucking you dry or like you know you're you're losing there's an energy leak somewhere and you're losing a lot of yourself and it's just not vital for you know for your it's not vital to sustain to sustain uh, it's not sustainable it's not sustainable but that's a great way of looking at it yeah. yeah it's just it's not sustainable and it's just not it's not it's not probably going to work out in the long term and that's been something that's really complex for me is like understanding like like a friendship breakup that's like i feel like that's really hard and that's even more i feel like that's even more, more hard than, yeah. than a relationship you know like type of breakup like, yeah i feel like it is too breaking up with a friend like have you had a breakup with a friend ever like i, I guess kinda, like i kind of just go ghost i just ghost, stop yeah yeah, yeah just same. stop trying stop which is not healthy it's not healthy i, I know, say you're saying, I know, but, yeah. but it's like it's a lot less awkward than sitting him down and be like yo we can't be buds anymore because you're negative and you're bringing me down you know yeah that's hard like i mean i I really hope that that. i have the courage to do that one day um i don't but yeah i feel like yeah i probably ghost but i think i do that with all my friends that's another topic like i don't intentionally ghost but i i want to create my own episode its own episode about like friendship dynamics and everything like i feel like my friends that i have now they understand me like we're always doing so many things. There has to be, you have to be met with a sense of understanding. Like, I'm not always going to fucking talk to you. I'm not always going to text you. I'm not always going to call you. Um, I feel like we live in a society and a culture where check on your friends and like all this stuff and like make sure you know like everything about your friend. You have, we always have to be there. And like, I do believe that, but I also hope and I know that my friends feel that they could come to me at any moment at any point and I would be there for them, right? If they need me, but I'm not that type of friend that's going to be up your ass (laughs) because I love being alone like I really do I do my own thing all the time so that's another thing within in friendship dynamics is just like understanding you know um or having the right people in your friendship and your friend groups to that understand that sometimes it looks different it doesn't look like we're gonna talk all the time you know I have friends where I can talk like every month or like a couple months and then like you know and that's it still feels normal it still feels fine like you know we we just meet right where we left off and that's i love that okay. yeah it, it yeah they're so important you know having people who support you friendships i just i love them and i'm always open to new friendships so if you want to be friends let me know <laughs> i'm kidding but um no i'm not actually um well something we touched on a little bit but we didn't really go into is like the opposite sex um friendships i feel like those are really really profound like i met my first guy friend besides you and (laughs) oh that was new to me you knew i met my friend (laughs) what are you talking about who's this my friend that i met in tulum oh right right right. yeah 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 yeah. yeah. i thought that was really cool and like i met a guy friend and i was very transparent like that was something new for me like approaching a male or not i didn't approach him but like being approached by male is very respectful and like i think I also have a really good intuition. I think I do. I know uh, you have doubts about that, but it's fine. You do, but just that work comes to plan. No, I have good intuition, but okay, from with me, 
I've had so much resistance towards the idea of men sometimes, like, you know, and like being so shut off to them. So I now challenge that to being completely open, which I don't let my guard down entirely. I will let my guard down a little bit, sure, to like fill out the situation. But as time progresses, I'm aware there's always there's always this like intuition, right? But um, anywho, that was my first time, you know, being approached by a male and like when I traveled there alone. So that was really, really fucking crazy. I feel well, in society, I'm sure they deem that as fucking crazy. Um, to then, you know, decide to talk to this male in a different country, yada, yada. But yeah, I mean, it was really awesome because I was able to challenge myself. I was able to become uncomfortable because I was uncomfortable for me. I never had a male friend. I never you know, hung out with a male, just me and him. And like, it wasn't weird. Like I didn't feel pressured or anything. So, mm. you know, I really approached that situation like, Hey, I'm not looking for anything like that. I am looking to just chill. Um, if you are interested in any other way, please don't engage here with me because that's not what I'm looking for. I set a boundary. Like, I think it's really important to set a boundary if you know, you're just not looking for something like that. And and for me, it felt awkward to even set that boundary because so, some, um, a, it's like a consumption. Yeah, because I'm like, you know what? I don't know if you're trying to hit on me and that's your goal, but I'm just going to tell you. That's pretty common. Uh, I know. I, I, I apologize for it, though. Like, I didn't. I, I was just like, hey, like, I don't know. I don't like, oh, relax. Sorry. I know. Like, calm, simmer yeah. down. No, but I'm like, you know, I don't know if, you know, this is what your intention is. And I apologize if it's not, but this is where I'm coming from. And this is the boundary I'm setting and yada, yada. And no, he was very respectful, you know, and we ended up hanging out for the, you know, the time that I was there in Tulum. Never was awkward. Never was weird. I genuinely felt like it was just a good energy uh-huh. and respectful. Whether he like had interest in me or not, he didn't express any of that. He was very respectful. Um, You know what I was asking from him and, you know, we stayed in contact and that's really cool. And I thought that was really awesome. And that, I think that, created expansion and like activated something within myself so what i would say is yes like opposite sex relationships and or if you're into the same sex you know those relationships are super important and they serve you in so many ways because for me personally like like i never got to hang out with the male like it's so interesting for me like i feel like i would have a lot of male friends like i just feel like i would have a lot of male friends like i think like you know the male energy and the masculine energy have I mean, they're not the same, right? Everybody has masculine energy, but I feel as though it's it's different. Mind. Yeah, the male mind, I guess. It's 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 really interesting to me, <laughs> and I'm always trying to like psychoanalyze everything, but it's very intriguing and it's very interesting to me. Well, I think everyone, you're you have so many. I'm not gonna say needs. Well, I guess you could say needs as a person. Yeah. Um, that not everyone's gonna feel like you said. So each person... Well, everybody has a different personality, too. That's its own thing, right? Yeah, it's not even, like, anything against the person you're with. It's, like... It's a whole other energy. There's a whole other energy, a whole other personality, a whole other history, a whole Mm -hmm. other... This person has grown up in a different area, a different place, Mm -hmm. different set of experiences. They can offer you something. They can teach you something that this person can't. Yeah. You know? And it's a completely different vibe. It's a... It's... Yeah, it's a different energy that you need. You always need different energies as long as they're, I mean, hopefully they're positive. I agree. I, everybody has something different to offer us. Everybody has their own set of beliefs, you know, backgrounds, history, um, newness, their own lessons and teachings that they can bring into our lives. So it's always important to just be open, be open to new relationships, be open to 
new friendships, be open in your relationship. Not that you have to have an open relationship, but that you have, um, you know, you have a safe space to communicate and to create that, that, um, that sacredness within any true, um, true connection. So that wraps it up for this episode. I am very grateful, grateful to have been spending this time with you and to kind of talk about this topic. I feel as though there's still so much to unpack here and, we may have touched on things kind of sporadically because we just wanted this to be authentic and just kind of the spur of the moment. Um, and so we decided to record this and yeah, I'm just grateful to have shared this time with you and we will probably be back with another episode with the both of us and I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right, you guys, thank you so much. Bye.